0: So you might be wondering, how does obesity affect my respiratory system? Now, a person with obesity carries excess chest and abdominal fat, and that extra weight puts pressure on their diaphragm, lungs, and chest cavity. This can lead to breathing problems and even lung damage. A person with obesity can't get enough oxygen. He or she just can't catch a full breath. Welcome to the mind your body show where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow I'm Trudy stone certified culinary nutritionist author and mind body coach and several years ago I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds each week Not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits You'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight the secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist and mind-body coach, Trudy Stone and I'm so grateful for you tuning in today. Roughly 40% of U.S. adults have obesity. People living with obesity are emerging as one of the groups most at risk of critical illness if they contract COVID-19. Obesity is a chronic medical condition that is already a well-documented risk factor for hypertension, type two diabetes, and certain cancers. It's been speculated that Britain's death toll currently standing at about 45,000 at the time of this recording could be partially blamed on high levels of obesity. Britain has one of the biggest obesity problems in Europe and now the largest death toll by cumulative numbers at the time of this recording. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has even hinted that his own weight problems may have had a role to play in how long it took him to recover from COVID-19. Recently, he rolled out an anti-obesity campaign which includes things like junk food advertising bans, following his own brush with death that he partly blamed on his weight. Okay, so let's talk about what we know so far about COVID-19 and obesity. Data collected by researchers at New York University indicate that apart from seniors over 65 years of age, obesity is a leading risk factor for hospitalization and need for critical care due to COVID-19. Today, I'm talking about COVID-19 and obesity and the reasons why obesity puts people at risk of becoming critically ill from COVID-19. I have received a lot of questions from you asking how much obesity affects your risk of not only contracting COVID-19, but how sick you can get from it. Now, I'm deferring to my colleagues and experts in the space on this one, and I'll be sharing some of the latest studies and research on the links between obesity and COVID-19 and what you can do if you're at higher risk. This latest research that I'm going to share comes from Pennington Biomedical Research Center, and they did a study to explain why and how obesity affects COVID-19. They published a new paper that traces the link between obesity and the virus. In their study, they found that a hormone that connects the body's metabolism and immune response may explain why COVID-19 is so dangerous for people with obesity. They found that the problem for people with obesity is that their leptin levels are always high, and that can affect the response to a COVID-19 infection. The hormone leptin regulates appetite and metabolism. Leptin also regulates the cells that fight infection. Leptin is produced by fat cells and also to a lesser extent by tissues in the lungs. The more fat a person has, the more leptin circulates in their body. Now, Candida Ribello, and I apologize if I don't get this name correctly, but Candida Ribello, PhD and RD, who's the lead author on the paper, stated that elevated leptin levels hamper the body's ability to fight off infections in the lungs and elsewhere, and high leptin levels promote a low grade systemic inflammatory state. John Kerwin, Pennington Biomedical Executive Director and the co author of the review, was quoted as saying, if you have obesity, there are a number of underlying health issues that make it more difficult for you to fight off a COVID-19 infection. Your entire body, including your lungs, may be inflamed. Your immune response is likely compromised and your lung capacity reduced. Add in a virus that further weakens the body's ability to fight infection, that can limit the body's ability to control lung inflammation, and you have the recipe for disaster, end quote. Now, the researchers say that the role of leptin in COVID-19's development still needs more investigation along with the viral proteins that alter the immune systems of people with obesity. Another potential avenue of investigation includes examining how pro-inflammatory fat tissue in people with obesity might contribute to activating fewer infection-fighting cells and why those cells die more quickly. So inflammation seems to be a huge issue here as it is in most cases when it comes to disease, because inflammation is at the root of most, if not all, diseases. Inflammation that often accompanies obesity may cause the body to rev up the immune system response to any infection, such as COVID-19. Under normal circumstances, inflammation indicates that the immune system is fighting off infection by sending blood cells and other messengers to the injury. Once those cells show up to the injured tissue, you'll notice swelling and you may see like a reddish or inflamed color. Once the wound heals, the immune system backs off. The swelling goes down and color returns to normal. So let's say, for example, if you stub your toe on the coffee table in the middle of the night or if you got a splinter, that sort of thing. In people with obesity, the immune system may see fat that surrounds organs in the abdomen, also known as visceral fat, as a threat, like a potential injury. So the immune system is working overtime, sending out blood cells and other chemicals every day, all day long, to attack damaged cells. This leads to chronic inflammation. In the case of COVID-19, the immune system goes into even higher overdrive in a way that can cause a cytokine storm. So cytokine molecules are part of a healthy immune system response, except when the number of molecules soar. Then immune cells may build so quickly that they crowd and break through the walls of an inflamed lung as just one result. That's when fluids will build up in the lung, making it hard to breathe and triggering the need for ventilator support. Now let's talk about ventilator support for a second. People with obesity hospitalized with COVID-19 are almost twice as likely to need a ventilator, according to information gathered by 41 hospitals in the southern United States. A hospital in France has also confirmed these findings. Inserting and removing a ventilator also carries increased risk when the patient is of a higher weight. This can be related to Physiological factors seen in people with obesity, including lower lung volume and higher airway resistance. Dr. Arya Sharma, scientific director at Obesity Canada and professor of medicine at the University of Alberta, cites similar findings from earlier virus outbreaks. And she said from H1N1 and even from SARS, there was evidence showing that people with obesity, once they get into the setting of an ICU and start having respiratory problems, their prognosis is much. More difficult. So you might be wondering how does obesity affect my respiratory system? Now, a person with obesity carries excess chest and abdominal fat. And that extra weight puts pressure on their diaphragm, lungs, and chest cavity. This can lead to breathing problems and even lung damage. A person with obesity can't get enough oxygen, he or she just can't catch a full breath. It's also possible that the extra weight may damage the diaphragm muscles. The respiratory system of a person with obesity is already working at a disadvantage before the added distress of a COVID-19 infection. With the infection, their blood oxygen levels could drop to near fatal levels or fatal levels without them knowing. Now, if you're wondering what level of BMI puts you at most risk, according to Pennington Biomedical Research Center, those with severe or class three obesity, which is defined as a BMI of 40 or higher, are most at risk. There's also another concerning angle to this, and that's the discrimination that obese people face. Many people living with obesity and being overweight, when they try to seek help and when they try to see a doctor, they might face actual weight bias, as well as discrimination. You know, this is something to be concerned about, especially in times like this. Dr. Sarah Kirk, a professor of health promotion at Dalhousie University, says that the result may be a lower standard of treatment as part of a vicious cycle for people with obesity experiencing the healthcare system. Obesity is also linked with poor mental health, which has become even more relevant during the current pandemic. To make matters worse, anxiety and stress may contribute to further weight gain while in isolation at home. Now, I'm going to address this a little bit more later in the episode, including some tips on what you can do if you feel like you need some support with your mental health. Belly fat is a common struggle for people looking to lose weight, and it can also be harmful to your health. This type of fat is called visceral fat and is a major risk factor for heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and other serious conditions. It can be tough to lose, but not impossible. Learn how you can burn belly fat and make it easier with my free guide, 7 Ways to Melt Your Muffin Top Fast, Backed by Science. You can find it over at TrudyEstone.com. I'll also drop a link in the show notes so you can grab it. There was another study done by the University of Alberta that hints that the COVID-19 pandemic will increase obesity rates, especially among those who have lost their job. They conducted an experiment with about 564 participants to examine the relationship between environmental stressors and the desire to eat. Participants were shown images of 30 food items and were asked to rate how much they desired each item. The participants were then asked to read one of six scenarios that described someone's current living conditions. Each story featured someone living either in a safe or harsh condition and revolved around a situation involving social support, economic prospects, or physical safety. After reading the story, participants were again asked to rate how desirable each food item was. What they found was that as financial stress increases, the desire to eat also increases when we're stressed our bodies produce cortisol which is a stress hormone cortisol triggers the pumping of blood to the large muscles in preparation for a fight or flight response under stress bodies send a signal to eat more and fuel up i thought it was so interesting how consumer psychology researcher jim swaffield explained it and he was one of the two that conducted this study and speaking about how cortisol functions in your body, he said, this is an evolved response. In harsh conditions, there is generally a food shortage. Both animals and humans unconsciously sense or pick up cues from the environment that tell them their conditions are worsening. In response to these cues, Swaffold said, many animals experience an unconscious drive to overeat, building an inventory of food in our bodies, kind of like a bear does before it goes into hibernation. Think about how people responded when the COVID-19 crisis first started. People squirreled away food because they thought the environment was becoming harsher, end quote. That right there. Well, it's time to come out of hibernation. And that's why I've decided to offer a 20-minute why-can't-I-lose-weight call. Your investment in yourself is minimal. 20 minutes for 20 bucks. And by the end of the call, you'll understand why you're not losing weight and what you can do about it. During this pandemic, many people have told me that they feel like they've lost control. You're probably feeling that way right now. If that's you, then you need to add this 20-minute call to the top of your list. I'm only offering it for a limited time and spots, which I'm sure will go quickly, are offered on a first-come, first-served basis. I know that these are trying times for a lot of people, both with health health. And finances. So, I wanted to ensure that the information you need to make a difference in your health is available to you. If you've been feeling helpless or lost when it comes to your health and your weight, during this call, you'll learn how to take that control and that power back. Head over to TrudyEstone.com forward slash jumpstart to book your spot today. Now, I want to offer my own perspective on this based on what I'm seeing in this research. And I specifically want to address inflammation, and weight stigma. Before I get into that, I want to address something real quick. So for those of you out there who shame obese people and tell them that they have no willpower, you might want to check yourself and check out episode nine, where I talk about hyperpalatable foods. I'll give you the Coles notes of that episode just in case you haven't heard it yet. Hyperpalatable foods are those that hit the sweet spot in your mouth and immediately tell your brain to have more, even if you feel full. So food science are manipulating foods that hijack your taste buds by actually calculating what's called the bliss point of sugary foods and beverages so that you get hooked and have no choice but to keep coming back for more. So again, these types of foods are one of the reasons why we suffer from such a high rate of lifestyle related disorders such as heart disease, diabetes and obesity. So remember this the next time you're quick to judge someone that is battling with their weight. Now I wanna talk about anti-inflammatory foods for a sec. So inflammation occurs when your body activates your immune system to fight infection. It can also be caused by an unhealthy diet. For example, a diet containing too much sugar or calories can lead to elevated inflammation chemicals in the bloodstream and fat tissue, which may contribute to weight gain. So yes, inflammation in the body may lead to you being overweight, If you're struggling with your weight, try adding in some anti inflammatory foods like dark leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables. So, those are things like broccoli, cauliflower, bok choy, and even cabbage. Obesity has been linked to changes in our gut ecosystem, resulting from an intake of inflammatory omega 6s and not enough anti inflammatory omega 3 fatty acids. The standard American diet, which is the one that most of us eat today, which is high in a lot of processed foods and sugar and white flour, is one that is very pro-inflammatory. And omega-3 fatty acids help to dial down this inflammatory response. So you can take an omega-3 fish oil supplement or you can also get it in foods like salmon, mackerel, walnuts, uh, seeds, so things like cheese seeds and flax seeds, as well as avocados. You may also want to consider adding more coconut. Studies demonstrate anti-inflammatory and weight loss benefits from adding medium chain triglycerides, also known as as MCT oils. One of my favorite fats, coconut oil and coconut butter, contains these amazing fat burning MCTs. I like making snacks with coconut butter like uh, raspberry cheesecake bites or adding coconut oil to my smoothie. I also bake with coconut oil as well. Now, inflammation isn't the only reason COVID 19 is more dangerous to people with obesity. It gets worse. Impaired immune systems make an individual more susceptible to viral infections in general. One study shows that adults with obesity have twice the incidence of flu or flu like illnesses despite being vaccinated. Obesity is also often accompanied by other conditions that are risk factors for COVID 19 and complications such as type 2 diabetes cardiovascular disease, and pulmonary disease, like obstructive sleep apnea. Some of my most recent clients have been diagnosed with prediabetes, attributed to obesity, which is why I've decided to provide some additional support to those who need help with their weight. That's why I've decided to offer a 20-minute, why can't I lose weight call. Your investment in yourself is minimal. 20 minutes for $20, and by the end of this call, you'll understand why you're not losing weight and what you can do about it. The case for action on obesity has never been stronger, and there has never been a better time or reason to prioritize your health. Losing weight can bring huge benefits for your overall health to protect you against some of the illnesses I just mentioned earlier, like prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and may also help to protect against the health risks of COVID-19. The Why Can't I Lose Weight Call will only be available for a limited time and spots, again, which I'm sure will go quickly, are offered on a first come, first serve basis. In just 20 minutes, for 20 bucks, you can get the clarity you need to understand why you're not losing weight and how you can finally reach your weight loss goals. Head over to trudiestone.com forward slash jumpstart to book your spot today. So, earlier I mentioned that obesity is also linked with poor mental health. I'm going to tell you what I told my clients in the Mind Your Body program that I just wrapped up. It's important to love your body as it is right now and respect and honor it for all that it has brought you through. I know what it's like to feel betrayed by your body or to not love your body. And I talked about this in episode six, but after having a miscarriage, I was angry at my body and I felt disconnected from my body because I felt like it had betrayed me. But then, when I realized that my body had brought me through so much, I decided to start respecting and honoring my body for bringing me through that situation because it could have been a lot worse. So, look, when you kick yourself when you're down with negative self talk, you're only placing greater stress on yourself and making it harder to lose weight. When you attack yourself with negative self talk, it puts your body in a stress response, which increases your cortisol which leads to weight gain. The conversation you have with yourself and the privacy of your own mind affects your health at the cellular level. Why? Well, because when you talk negatively to yourself, you're actually changing your body chemistry, which will make it even tougher for you to lose weight. I talked about this in one of the previous episodes, but there are 37 trillion cells in your body and your beliefs affect the functioning of these cells. Your thoughts trigger chemical messengers in your brain, which in turn trigger your cells to take action. Your body hears everything your brain says, and it reacts accordingly. And if your brain is full of a lot of stressful and negative beliefs, your body is in a constant state of fight or flight. And it's merely just trying to survive another attack. So are you cheering on those 37 trillion cells in your body with loving thoughts? Or are you verbally abusing them with toxic thoughts? One thing to help is to start by respecting and loving your body exactly as it is right now so that you can nurture a healthier relationship with yourself, your body, and food. Yes, I get it. I know you might be listening to this right now and you might be struggling with your weight, but it is so important that you start respecting your body now Instead of waiting for when you reach your health goal or your weight loss goal, respect, love and appreciate your body now so you can feel better about who you are. It's hard to have a healthy relationship with yourself if you're overly critical of your body shape. This is why with the Why Can't I Lose Weight Call, you'll learn about the importance of developing a healthier relationship with yourself because this will also help you to develop a healthier relationship to food. By the end of the 20-minute why-can't-I-lose-weight call, you'll learn exactly why you're not losing weight and what you can do about it. It can be hard to lose weight and even harder to sustain it, which is why people just can't easily do it on their own. Again, with the growing body of evidence that's linking excess weight with poor COVID-19 outcomes, if you can control one thing, let your health be it. The why-can't-I-lose-weight call will only be available for a limited time And spots, again, are going to be offered on a first-come, 1st serve basis. So if you've been feeling unmotivated to eat and live healthier, you just can't seem to get control of your appetite. And if stress has you feeling overwhelmed, don't miss out on this opportunity to get some clarity. In just 20 minutes, for 20 bucks, you can get the clarity you need to understand why you're not losing weight and how you can finally reach your weight loss goals. Head over to trudyestone.com forward slash jumpstart to book your spot today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to trudyestone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.